Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, y'all. It's Sam McCormick. Welcome back to another episode of Not In Mixed Company. Today, we're going to talk about colorism. Colorism in the world. Colorism in the black community. As a darker-skinned Black man, for many years, maybe up until I was about 30, I didn't believe that I was attractive because I was told all the time that darker-skinned people aren't attractive. I remember going to school being called African Booty Scratcher all the time. And, um, you know, and I scratched some booties and whooped some ass. That's what I did. (laughs) But I say all that to say, Being told that being darker skinned isn't as attractive or even having someone give you a compliment like, oh, you're attractive for a darker skinned person really does play on the psyche if you are not careful. And so we're going to talk about that. Uh, The idea that some people really think that being darker skinned isn't as attractive when in fact, dark skin is beautiful. And all black is beautiful. Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. talk about being a dark-skinned black person because some of this shit that we experience is it's out of hand and we need to talk about it okay so I can't tell you how many times I have gone on a date uh, posted a picture online uh, gone out to like a club or even like at a mall or something like that trying on clothes in a dressing room and had somebody stop and go oh you know you are attractive for a dark-skinned person or, you know, you want a date or something like that and you have somebody say something like, yeah, you know, usually I don't I don't date dark skinned dudes, but like I, I would I would date you. And then, of course, that's when the date ends and, you know, you walk your black ass up out of there. <laughs> but people say these types of things and you can see their eyes light up when they say it like they have discovered some rare gem or They are saying something of absolute genius and they expect for you to be happy that they said that about you. This is so layered for a lot of reasons. Number one, because you would think I had this happen to me back in 1957 (laughs) sometime or something like that. Okay, Um, but this this shit that I'm telling you about, 
This is stuff that happens to a lot of dark-skinned people now. It's something that, in, in a lot of ways, we don't allow people to say certain things, but at the same time, on the, on, on the flip, there are also a lot of things that we still will casually say. And if we are not careful with checking ourselves, catching ourselves, listening to what we're saying, we'll miss it. And especially if you aren't living that person's experience, you're really going to miss it. And I'm pretty sure that there are quite a few darks and people who have had these types of experiences. Now, the crazy part is this isn't even coming from white folks. You know, um, of course, you know, white folks, sometimes, you know, you see the videos online where the Karens will ask people, what, you know, how long they've been living in an apartment building or whatever. But these are other black people that I'm talking about right now. These are, you know, some lighter skinned black folks who will say this type of stuff to you and again, expect you to feel good about it. And of course, when it comes down to the dating apps and social media where folks can hide behind their keyboards, you know they be talking shit. That's where they talk the most shit. If you get on social media, for instance, you even see how people respond to pictures. So for instance, this is just something that I casually look at just to kind of gauge what people think, just to make sure I'm not tripping. For instance, if you see a dark-skinned person post a, you know, like a chocolate brother post, um, you know, some picture on the beach on Instagram, it will get attention because you cannot deny that chocolate is beautiful. Chocolate is gorgeous. So, of course, there are some folks on there who will look at it, you know, they'll like it, they'll comment, but if you look at how folks respond to lighter skin black men, you will see that it's treated with a lot more celebration. Um, even the types of emojis and things like that that people use. And from a lot of the conversations that I've heard, especially in the black gay community, and this is not something that's exclusive to the black gay community, but you know, I've said several times that the 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 shallowness and all the other things associated with that shallowness that shit is on steroids in the black gay community in the gay community period but especially black gay community we subscribe to all those politics that we claim we don't so if you are fat if you are femme if you are dark skin you know if you um don't make a certain type of type of mind if you don't make a certain amount of money people gonna be looking at you sideways but there might be a certain exception for you. For instance, if you broke, but you got a big old dick, then there's the exception. If you are darker skin, but you have really clear skin, um, you know, you're fun to hang out with. You gotta have a really nice body. You gotta have a big old ass. You gotta have a big old dick. You gotta be dressed a certain type of way. You gotta be driving a certain type of car and living a certain type of way. Then people will find you attractive. And it's weird and that shit still exists. Even when you're out and stuff like that, for instance, I may be out sometimes and even when I'm having conversations with some white folks or things like that, they will be surprised and slightly turned on <laughs> when they find out that you are darker skin and you epitomize blackness, but you are a articulate, but you've been around the world, but you know different languages, or if you don't know a few different languages, you know you done spent some time 
read some shit on Twitter. You can say a few sentences. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but there seems to be a level of surprise when you either surprise or intimidation when you are darker skinned and you carry yourself with a level of confidence um, because it's, I mean, even in the subliminals, if you look in the dictionary, for instance, if you look up dark, you know, people see dark, words matter. So if you look in a dictionary, you see dark and it says something like dirty, you know, black, light, all that type of stuff. And a friend in Oakland really brought this to my attention and reinforced the understanding that I had of it. Um, people look at your skin color and they associate those things with you, just like it's been studies that have been shown that being darker skin, you know, they equate you with having a higher threshold for pain and all that type of stuff. So it's, the stuff is real. Not to mention growing up, you would see the, the lighter skin kids get treated a little bit better and told that they have good hair or that, you know, they were going to be heartbreakers and all that type of stuff growing up. When you are growing up, dark skin and you have coarse snappy hair and them combs and stuff like that be breaking you hear that and they say why your hair got to be like this why you got to be that black why your nose got to look like that and that really does program two things that happen that programs you to believe that you're unattractive that something is flawed about the way that you look and it also allows other people to believe, especially lighter skinned folks, to believe that they are better than you and they can hand out those backhanded compliments like you are attractive to be dark skinned. I think that a lot of the attractions that some people have for us are rooted in a lot of like fetishization because, you know, like there are a lot of folks who will fuck us, you know, and they'll say it, you know, especially on Twitter. Twitter is where, where it really goes down and people really say their honest opinions. There are some people who will fuck us, but when it comes down to somebody that they want to marry, light skin is bang. For as many of those people who say they're surprised when they see an attractive dark skinned person, some of those same people or some others will want a dark skinned person as like a trophy piece for their partner. And this is where some more of that fetishization comes in because while they may not publicly or honestly admit that we look good and we're beautiful, there are a lot of um, ideas around darker skin and chocolate about, you know, big old dicks and, you know, sex gods and mandingo and, you know, we'll come up in your house and we'll rule your house and break your back and all that. And even that, that's just too much energy too much energy to be put into being a, a trophy. And therefore, a lot of them, if they have you and, and you're entertaining them or they're entertaining you or whatever, they become disappointed if you don't bring all that. We're not fetishes. And if you come get me and you think I'm going to come up in your house and rule it and break your back and be your Adonis, you're going to be disappointed because I'm going to come up in there and I'm going to make me um, a pot of greens and some sweet potatoes and I'm going to go to sleep on that couch. <laughs> I'd be too tired for all that. Don't nobody got time to be your Mandingo fantasy. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.